Section 20 of Tales of Old Japan. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Tales of Old Japan by Lord Redisdale. Section 20 The Battle of the Ape and the Crab. If a man thinks only of his own profit, and tries to benefit himself at the expense of others, he will incur the hatred of heaven. Men should lay up in their hearts the story of the battle of the ape and crab, and teach it as a profitable lesson to their children. Once upon a time there was a crab who lived in a marsh in a certain part of the country. It fell out one day that the crab, having picked up a rice-cake, an ape who had gotten a nasty hard persimmon-seed, came up and begged the crab to make an exchange with him. The crab, who was a simple-minded creature, agreed to this proposal, and they each went their way, the ape chuckling to himself at the good bargain which he had made. When the crab got home he planted the persimmon-seed in his garden, and as time slipped by it sprouted, and by degrees grew to be a big tree. The crab watched the growth of his tree with great delight, but when the fruit ripened and he was going to pluck it, the ape came in and offered to gather it for him. The crab consenting, the ape climbed up into the tree and began eating all the ripe fruit for himself, while he only threw down the sour persimmons to the crab, inviting him at the same time to eat heartily. The crab, however, was not pleased at this arrangement and thought that it was his turn to play a trick upon the ape. So he called out to him to come down head foremost. The ape did as he was bid, and as he crawled down, head foremost, the ripe fruit all came tumbling out of his pockets and the crab, having picked up the persimmons, ran off and hid himself in a hole. The ape, seeing this, lay in ambush, and as soon as the crab crept out of his hiding-place gave him a sound drubbing and went home. Just at this time a friendly egg and a bee, who were the apprentices of a certain rice-mortar, happened to pass that way, and seeing the crab's piteous condition, tied up his wounds, and having escorted him home, began to lay plans to be revenged upon the cruel ape. Having agreed upon a scheme, they all went to the ape's house in his absence, and each one, having undertaken to play a certain part, they waited in secret for their enemy to come home. The ape, little dreaming of the mischief that was brewing, returned home, and having a fancy to drink a cup of tea, began lighting the fire in the hearth, when all of a sudden the egg, which was hidden in the ashes, burst with the heat and bespattered the frightened ape's face, so that he fled, howling with pain and crying, "'Oh, what an unlucky beast I am!' Maddened with the heat of the burst egg, he tried to go to the back of the house, when the bee darted out of a cupboard and a piece of seaweed, who had joined the party, coming up at the same time. The ape was surrounded by enemies. In despair he seized the clothes-rack and fought valiantly for a while, but he was no match for so many, and was obliged to run away, with the others in hot pursuit after him. Just as he was making his escape by a back door, however, the piece of seaweed tripped him up, and the rice-mortar, closing with him from behind, made an end of him. So the crab, having punished his enemy, went home in triumph, and lived ever after on terms of brotherly love with the seaweed and the mortar. Was there ever such a fine piece of fun? End of section 20